Welcome back. This is a Streets of Rage 4 walkthrough for the visually impaired, continuing where we left off. Still on level 1, hardest mode. Just wrapped up with a mini-boss. Now, we find ourselves in a train graveyard. We walk forward down the trash-covered street. Fallen power lines run vertically from one end of the street to the other. The power lines are broken at various points, and at those points, electricity surges out. If you walk on those points, you'll get shocked. So let's make our way through this minefield together. The first broken wire is straight ahead at 3 o'clock from where we start. Instead of heading straight, head up to 12 o'clock. The next fissure is only a few feet away, but close to the top. If you hug the very top, you'll avoid the electricity. There is an apple and a barrel right next to it. The next one is a few paces away, but in the center this time. However, there is a star right where the fissure is, so if you time it right, you can get the star. The next broken wire is straight ahead, center at 3 o'clock. This one has cash in the fissure, if you're feeling brave. We've got a new enemy here. He has long hair, wears a red bandana, and keeps his hands in his pockets. His name is Dylan. Well, this guy likes to kick, jump kick specifically. He'll often counter with his jump kick when you try to jump kick him. That's the last wire. At the top here we have a few barrels, containing one apple and one bag of cash. Down at the bottom we have three barrels, but just one bag of cash. Then three more again up top, containing a turkey and a bag of cash. Head up and forward to enter a dilapidated train here. The train is covered in graffiti, displaying the words only one queen, along with a snake wearing a crown. In the background the sun is setting over the city. And boss time. This boss is Diva. She's cool looking, I like her hair. It's long and parted on the top, buzzed on the sides, bright pink. Wears tall boots, tight pants, has a snake draped around her shoulders. Angry expression on her face. She just looks mean. So she'll attack you with her snake if you try to go toe to toe with her. The way I approach her is to attack diagonally. So either attack her from 11 o'clock and head to five o'clock or attack from seven o'clock and head to one o'clock. When you hear that noise, She's charging up her electricity, then strikes the ground, creating a static field, which will shock you pretty good. Just back up a few seconds. That sound, when you hear that, get out of dodge. She's charging up her super, which does the same as her electricity strike, but covers a lot more of the screen. So when you hear that, just try to tuck in a corner. The good news is it means you've knocked off a chunk of her health, roughly halfway. So keep going. She calls for backup here. There is a turkey at the bottom of the screen, slightly to the right. There is also an apple up top, about 11 o'clock from the turkey. So there's the sound. She strikes. She also likes to give you a swift kick to the face. We've got a box with a star in it on the bottom left. She got me due to my carelessness. Don't be stubborn like me. Use up those supers if you have to. Closing in. Gotta get a good finishing pose. Got her. Let's make it one to remember. <laughs> and that's all she wrote.
So here we have the stage clear screen. It tells you the stage, the difficulty, the time it took, the time bonus. We have a health bonus, star bonus, total score, and a rank. I got a C. But I'm not too concerned with the rank. Here's what I concern myself with. This, this is a horizontal bar with various markers on it. When the bar fills up and it passes one of the markers, you get a new character, which is what I like. I've unlocked a few, but there's still just a ton left. You will eventually unlock many. Now press Y to change players, press X for high scores, press A to continue, and that will take you to the cutscene. Let's go with another character this time so we can talk about someone else. Let's go with Blaze. Bring it on. The four stand over D.Va, who is now sprawled out on the ground. Now, tell us what's going on with this city. This new organization, they're too powerful. They control everything and everyone. There's one man who could help you, the Grand Master of Chinatown. He used to be a friend of theirs. <sighs> Looks like it's too late though. They've already found you. We wake up on the floor of a graffiti-covered holding cell, surrounded by prisoners on all sides. The walls say words like muerte and innocent, and the floor is coming apart. So Blaze is still the quick one. Quick attack, solid jump kicks, and her forward-forward attack move is still the flip strike, which actually works really great in this game. I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but Blaze has really good posture in this game. Shoulders way back. Her hair is really long. Boots are red and long. Black leather jacket, red top, red miniskirt, she's just ready to kick ass. Top left is an apple at 11 o'clock. A bunch of prisoners here are waiting in a locked jail cell behind us. Once that music changes, they escape and come after you, in addition to more guards. Blaze still has her body slam and suplex when you lock with an enemy from the front, and the long kick throw from the back. Wrap these guys up, then head vertically at 1 o'clock. In this game, you'll catch the guards and prisoners fighting each other, which is here on the right. It gets chaotic. These guards will charge up when you hear them do that noise, then come after you to slam you. A turkey is at the top when you reach a dead end and we can see more prisoners and cells waiting for us. This guard here, careful, what he likes to do is grab you then stun you with his taser. You can grab the taser, but hold off on doing that until you beat these guys, and I'll show you why shortly. The prisoners rush out and more chaos ensues. These guards will grab you from behind, just like those motorcycle guys did back on Streets of Rage 2, so just break out before other guys come in and punch you. So Blaze's special is still that short fireball when you hit forward and special. That one hits enemies directly in front of you. If you hit the button by itself without pushing forward, it's her flip which hits all the surrounding enemies like before. Good to get yourself out of a bind. If you do her kick throw, which is back and throw once you lock arms with an enemy, you can sometimes gauge how many are behind you by the amount of collisions you'll hear. These guys love to grab you from behind, so if you find yourself unable to move, that's likely why. Turkey up top at 12 o'clock. Here's a little secret thing. Figure this out randomly. Grab the taser assuming you haven't used it. Hug the wall above and eventually you'll enter a little hidden room with an arcade cabinet. The cabinet is to the left. Strike the cabinet with the taser. 
and we have a pixelated flashback. We're back on a scene from Streets of Rage 2. See if you can figure out who this is. <laughs> That's right, it's Jack from the back alley. If you remember him, then you remember that he loves to play with knives. This is so cool how they did this. So you're still the new version of Blaze, but with the old Streets of Rage graphics, still has that Camaro in the background. It's just awesome. Actually, on the concept art section, I noticed a few more older bosses that I'm hoping are in this game. May not have found them yet, though. So wrap up with Jack and grab a star at the bottom at 5 o'clock. The exit is center of the screen at 3 o'clock. So if you head back up into that alcove at 12 o'clock, you'll get a money bag where the arcade cabinet was. Head back down, then grab a briefcase with money at 1 o'clock. This just gives you points. Exit this room from the center. Cash in the trash can up top. In the back is a room with a door that's a security checkpoint. We also see a riot shield leaning against the locker in the back. Apple up in the top right. New enemy here. Music changes, I love that. And a riot guard advances on you. That sounds as an extra life. So this guy, he's a riot guard and he's very tricky when you use certain characters. If you attack him directly, blocks all of your attacks with his shield, then hits you with his baton within a few seconds, like clockwork. You need to get behind him, and even then you still only have seconds. I'll go more into beating these guys shortly, when we fight more. Head up the stairs straight ahead at 3 o'clock. Now we are in an office area, where the police are located upstairs, and they are fighting with more of the criminals. In the background are pinup boards, say no to drug signs, you remember those, files, and there are also desks and water coolers all over the place. When you do your down attack while you're in the air, you can actually attack twice with your jump kick before you land. That's a cool new thing Blaze has. When you hear that noise, that noise, that means you're hitting his shield and he's likely going to strike you with his baton. So when you attack him toe to toe, you'll do damage to his shield. But if you stop attacking, his shield quickly recharges back to full and he attacks you. You may be able to break it by just attacking from the front, but getting behind him is much more effective. If all else fails, hit him with your special attack. Up top at 12 o'clock is an apple and a water cooler. Come back down directly at 6 o'clock to get around the desk, then move forward. Two bags of cash at 12 o'clock. Just be aware that you're surrounded by desks here, so your space to fight is limited. And there may be riot guards in here. If you're using blades, the way I like to get him is using her forward forward attack flip. Do that one back and forth, and you'll hear his shield break. Once it breaks, beat him very easily. But don't wait too long because you'll generate a new one. He drops a baton which you can pick up. Here your flip attack is also good when you get enemies cornered at the edge of the screen. I don't know if I mentioned it yet, but one change in this game is that now you can actually juggle the enemies at the edge of the screen. They no longer disappear past the edges. They are locked in here with you, unfortunately for them. A bunch of obstacles here in the form of desks, you'll have to maneuver around. A water cooler up top at 1 o'clock with a turkey, you'll want this, it gets a little rough soon. Go back left, then down to get around the desk. Another riot guard. These guys are named Murphy. Grab the baton he drops if you want. Also another thing I haven't mentioned, if you hold your attack button, you charge it up, then hit them with an attack that kind of launches them horizontally. 
you remember, this was actually in the past games, but they gave it a little extra oomph in this one. Okay, here's where it gets rough. Multiple riot cards. Now, I think you actually have an option to leave here, because the go sign is pointing right. You have to break down a door to leave. So, if it becomes too much, I believe that is an option. While you're with me, though, we're going to stay and brawl it out with these guys. The game does reward you for sticking it out, and drop some pickups from above when you finish them off. A star in the middle, two briefcases with money at 11 o'clock and 1 o'clock, and Apple is also on the top right. Exit stage right. It's a well-dressed, older law enforcement officer, kinda looks like Mike Hagar with white hair. Right away he smashes a desk in the middle of the screen. So now there's two briefcases, a bag of cash, and an apple right in the center. There's also a water cooler all the way to the right, which has a turkey in it. His name is Commissioner, and we're in his office, which overlooks the city and bridge outside. He can be pretty rough, and he too brings out backup like Diva. His thing is this. He goes to the edge, charges up for a clothesline, where he dashes across to grab you. He announces it though. That noise. When you hear that, move vertically to dodge his dash, or you can do what I did and get crushed by it. That noise indicates that he's going into his charged up mode for the rest of the battle, just like when you fought D.Va. So he's at half health, keep it up. Now what he does is a sequence of rapid punches in various directions. So get out of dodge. That noise is a guard stunning me. He just took me out, so this will be a good time to show you Blaze's super. Hit both buttons, she goes into a meditative pose, does a design with her hands, and causes a great force to hit all the surrounding enemies. Her eyes glow while she's doing it, and she looks really cool. Keep in mind that her super only reaches maybe one quarter of the screen, so it will not hit everyone. Finish it off. Final pose. And I'll take it. So that's stage two. You'll get it. The main thing here is to find a system to beat those riot cards. Once you get that down, the stage should go a little smoother. So we got a B. It also gives you a bonus when you beat a stage for the first time with a character. And we pass one of the markers on the horizontal bar. Let's see who it is. It's Max. I used to love using Max. This is Streets of Rage 2 Max, which means that it's the same exact character. Graphics, moves, everything. So it's not a new version of them, but that's cool. I'll take them whatever form I can get them. Thank you to Jess Winston, who provided the voice work for D.Va. If you'd like to reach out to her for voice work, her contact info is listed below in the description. And thank you for joining me.